Welcome to a King's Cross Church podcast by the Upside Down People. This episode is a part of the Table Community series. For more information on Table Communities or King's Cross Church, you can visit www.perthchurch.com.au. Thanks for listening. Hi there, this is Mark and Jib, and uh, we're here to talk to you about Table Communities and what they are. I'm going to introduce you quickly to why we have Table Communities, and then Jib's going to tell you a whole lot more about what they are. At King's Cross, we want to take care of people. We want to take care of Jesus's people and love them the way that we are loved by Jesus. And so we have this thing called a pastoral care strategy. And it's a simple thing. It was gifted to us, the idea of it, by a Sydney pastor named C.S. Tang, who introduced us to the idea, and we think it's still genius. But basically, it starts off in layers. And layer number one, is that we all come under the Word of God, we all sit under the Word of God, and we get our uh, teaching and our instruction from the Word of God together, and we all discipled by that. Layer two, though, is that we are in smaller groups, and there's all kinds of small groups you could gather in, including Bible studies, or ladies' groups, or mums' groups, or, you know, just different groups getting together. But at King's Cross, probably the most significant small group is a table community, and we ask that all members and even uh, those who are visiting with us can join a table community. And uh, that's where we look to disciple each other and express love towards each each other as we are encouraged to do in practical ways and get to know each other. Jib will tell you more. Below that is, you know, sometimes we have problems. And so sometimes those problems go beyond just each other being able to help. And so the elders are there to, uh, that we're accessible and we can be approached or we can approach and we can help out with more serious issues. They don't have to be bad. Sometimes they're just wonderful things like marriage count, uh, pre-marriage counseling or something like that. And then the very last layer of our pastoral care strategy is engaging with professionals because sometimes people face issues that are beyond spiritual and uh, do need a professional to speak into. And so we're talking about table communities, introducing you to table communities, and want to get you excited about being part of table communities. Jib, tell us a little bit about what they are. Yeah, table communities are sort of an, an implementation of these three pillars that we've figured out. We haven't figured them out for ourselves, but we've found in the Word. And I'll tell you these pillars now. These are meaningful relationships, mutual discipleship, and multiplying grace. And all you think is, is, as you look in the Bible, you'll find um, that these things are very strong values in the Word, and these are values of ours at King's Cross as well. Um, so we're going to dig into them. But if you need, if you need something that you can just remember coming out of this and try and go back to at any time, remember meaningful relationships, mutual discipleship, and multiplying grace. I think they are to an extent self-explanatory. We know that meaningful relationships are good. We know that uh, mutual discipleship is good. I think mutual discipleship, the mutual part there adds a little bit, which is helpful as well, in going, it's not just a teacher discipling or an an intentional mature to immature uh, relationship there where someone's discipling another, but that everyone's participating in the discipleship we're each being discipled by multiple people and discipling multiple people. And so hopefully there's something there as well that, uh, that stands out to you. And the multiplying grace as well is a big one in that we have this expectation of God's grace on us. We've experienced God's grace on us in Jesus. 
um, we do experience it as well in our and, and share it with each other in our testimonies. But we also have this faith that God uses us to put his grace on each of us in all sorts of ways. And we want to, uh, the multiplying aspect there is looking at making the most of each of our, of the privilege we each have as participants in God's kingdom and looking to be giving God's grace to as many people as possible. So let's start with a scriptural basis for these, for these three pillars. There's many meaningful relationships, mutual discipleship and multiplying grace. Now you can look at all sorts of places in the Bible to find uh, things that, verses that support these ideas. But it's nice to have a couple of verses that really uh, clearly help us highlight one or another. And so in meaningful relationships, we, we look at G- how Jesus showed us how to love one another in, uh, as described in 1 John 3 verses 16 to 18. John writes, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers and sisters. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart to him, against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And so we have this beautiful call to love each other, to real love for one another. It's even the fulfillment of the whole law as we see elsewhere in scripture. Um, Jesus says this and Paul says this. It's uh, we are made to love each other. We are made to be in relationships with each other. Not uh, shallow relationships, not trying to keep it easy relationships, but meaningful relationships. And so where we want table communities to be a space where people are thoughtfully and intentionally engaging with each other, meaningfully, openly, uh, being vulnerable with each other and looking to bless and be blessed uh, in the way that God has made us for. And then let's look at mutual discipleship and its scriptural Uh, We we get uh, scriptural encouragement from Colossians 1 verses 28 to to 29. Uh, Paul writes, Him we proclaim, that's Jesus of course, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all uh, his energy that he powerfully works within me. So what is Paul toiling for? Uh, That everyone would be presented mature in Christ. It's not just that people come into the kingdom. It's not just that people know who Jesus is, but it's that people know Jesus well and look like Jesus and live after his example. And we see, we expect fruit to multiply out of that. When people look more like Jesus, the impact on the world looks more like Jesus' impact on the world. God's love flows through them more freely. Um, God's goodness comes out of people more easily. It's even though God will work in each and every one of us, uh, regardless of our, of our relationship with him, it is a wonderful thing to participate with him. And God makes uh, Christ-likeness very fruitful. And we want to encourage each other in Christ-likeness. We want to in- encourage each other in that maturity. And so with Table Communities, we want people to gather together with the expectation that we're going to grow as Christians. That growing is sometimes a little bit difficult as well. And we're going to be helping each other grow as Christians. It will probably never expect to, in all regards, be the most mature Christian in the room. Hopefully we will be stretched by one another and we trust that God, uh, God's goodness will work its way through that. I think that brings us to the, the third point, the multiplying grace, in that the success of any of these first two pillars is an outworking of God's grace. We know that nothing succeeds. Uh, we know that, say, Psalm 127 verse 1, there's something along the lines of, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. 
and it's it's speaking to all of our efforts. So our efforts towards meaningful uh, relationships are in vain unless God is helping us. Our efforts towards mutual discipleship are in vain unless God is helping us. And so this last pillar of multiplying grace is this expectation of God's help, this desire for God's help, looking to God for his help. And so let's look at a scripture that um, points us to that in 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. God is able to make all grace abound in us and to us. God alone in his spirit is the one who makes us actually able to do these things. And the, uh, the multiplying there with the grace is not our bringing anything to the table that God didn't already have or isn't able to do, but we see we've all experienced God's goodness through people's willingness to work with him and desire to work with him and dependency on him. So there's that, but this there's, there's multiplying is also worked out in the discipleship in that in the, um, as we grow, we see more of God's hand in each other's lives. And it's also in, in the other kind of growth, which is uh, people coming in and uh, groups multiplying. We want table communities to always be ready to welcome people in, to even desire people to come in, to look out for people who can join in. Uh, we want table communities to be a space where people easily come into the King's Cross community by first knowing people who are, who are gathering during the week. And we also want those groups always ready to grow and invite people in. But we also want groups always ready to multiply. Because we've, in our experience, the most fruitful gatherings when it comes to intimacy around the word are small gatherings. That in large gatherings, people kind of fall into the background or, you know, are less comfortable uh, speaking. I found that in my experience, often kind of like the quietest, awkwardest nights are the nights where the most people turn up, you know, and then the more, the more um, engaged nights are the nights where only a few people are able to make it. And so we want people to be keen to multiply from even a relatively small group of maybe 10 or so people to an even smaller group so that more people can come in. All up, we think these three pillars this meaningful relationships, mutual discipleship, and multiplying grace, really easy things to desire and really easy to find in scripture and really uh, easily tie into King's Cross's values of, of gathering, growing, and gospel-centeredness. But we, we think they don't always happen in every gathering very easily. And so table communities are really intended to just absolutely make the most of these, to really lean into these. And, to, and part of that means you're all in on it. You all know these pillars. You're all working towards valuing these values and expecting these things and knowing that you have a role to play in these. That our table communities aren't, a, a particular group isn't propped up by a single person or a particular family or your hosts or King's Cross, but everyone who's coming to the table is bringing something to the table. And um, whether they know or not, we invite you to help them grow in the understanding that they do have a role to play. They, do, they are bringing something to the table and there's always a seat for them. Thanks, Jeb. That's really helpful. So uh, table communities are a wonderful opportunity. We uh, encourage everyone to engage with. We want you to imagine with us uh, being seated around a table 
with some delicious food, but even better company, opening up the Word of God, pointing each other towards Jesus, raising your voice in gratitude and thanks and praise, helping each other as we stumble and fall in our walk with Jesus, celebrating the victories that God has in our lives, and growing in Christ-likeness, as Jeb said, and in deep relationship as we love God by loving each other. So get involved, get engaged, um, participate, and we want you all to know uh, what's true of Jesus and of Table Communities is there's a seat for everyone. This has been a King's Cross resource. For more information on Table Communities or King's Cross Church, you can visit www.perthchurch.com.au. Thanks for listening.